Hello, this is The Bittersweet Life. I'm Katie Sewell. Don't forget to tip your podcaster. We're on Patreon. Search for The Bittersweet Life Podcast or donate through PayPal at thebittersweetlife.net. There are links in the show notes, so it's super easy. Don't forget to tip your podcaster. Now on with the show. Hello, I'm Tiffany Parks, and this is A Bittersweet Moment with Katie Sewell. Hello, this is The Bittersweet Life. I'm Katie Sewell, and this is your midweek bittersweet moment. And today, for the moment, I am joined by family. My sister, Sarah Johnson, who's in town from Montana. Whoop, whoop. And my father, who lives in Seattle as well. Hey, Katie. Dale Sewell, otherwise known as Dad. So on Monday, we talked about snow, and I complained a lot about snow. And I don't know if you've heard that episode yet or not, because Sarah, you've been traveling, and Dad, you've been entertaining Sarah. So I'm assuming you both haven't heard it. But part of what we talked about in the episode, and if you haven't listened to it yet, go back and listen to it, because this will be more fun. But part of what we talked about in that episode was, is all the nostalgia about I'm dreaming of a white Christmas and jingle bells and all that stuff that happens in the holidays, the snow nostalgia mostly generated by people who don't actually have to live through winter. And we live through winter, but we don't live through six months of snow. Oh, Sarah is just mouth nine to me. Nine months of snow. That sounds miserable. You should move. Um, so Sarah, let, we'll start with you. Dad, you grew up in snow too, so you can comment later. But Sarah, as a person who currently lives in about one of the snowiest places in the entire country, Montana, what would you say? That's a tough question because I actually don't mind winter the first three months of it. So we get about nine months of winter in Montana. So Christmas falls in the beginning months, like after you're kind of like, oh, I finally get to put my boots back on and the air is getting crisper and isn't the snow pretty? And it would be weird if there wasn't snow on Christmas morning. It's it's not really until like March that I get mad at the snow and wish it would go away and then I would no longer feel nostalgic I'd be like screw a white anything Christmas <laughs> Valentine's Day I don't care go away snow and why is that why why do you hit a breaking point do you think uh I think it's because it just it's so many days of the exact same weather and you are just longing for leaves to come back the sun to be more consistent to not be bundled up every second to be warmer, be able to take your socks off and just wear open-toed shoes. That's all I want. Mm -hmm. You lived in Seattle with us, obviously, when we moved here as kids, and then you eventually move off to Montana. Now, I know you moved there because you wanted to get out of the big city, but was it also partly that you were missing the four seasons and thought you were going to be getting that? Because in Seattle, it's basically rain and then summer, <laughs> right? So for you? Yeah, I don't remember that being a motivation. I remember thinking if I'm going to stay this first year, I was worried about how cold it might get. But what's beautiful about Montana is that it is sunny most of the time, unlike Seattle. So even though it can be really cold, it's also very dry and it's very sunny. So it actually feels 
colder in Seattle to me than it does in Montana most of the winter. When it comes to that snow nostalgia and you're hearing all those Christmas songs, do you feel nostalgic about it if the snow is actually on the ground? Well, well this year I, we felt somewhat nostalgic because it wasn't snowing. It was very uncharacteristically warm. It was like 45 degrees most of December. And I remember my stepson saying, "There's, it's not going to snow at all between now and Christmas. Like that's what the forecast says. I don't think I've ever not had a white Christmas in his life. He's 17. So, and th- in that case, we were sort of like, oh, come on, let it snow, let it snow. Like it, it would be weird to not have snow on Christmas morning. It's one of the reasons you live in the North, I suppose. So uh, luckily there was a small dusting on Christmas morning, just enough. So dad, as a person who grew up in Western Pennsylvania and then lived in Minnesota, how did you feel about snow growing up? Um, I never minded snow. I guess I liked snow. And the snowiest place you forgot about was Michigan. There was more snow in western Michigan because of the lake effect than either Minnesota, where it was often a few inches of snow and very, very cold and still. Where Pennsylvania, snow was kind of sporadic. And I remember sled riding in the snow and things like that. And I always had a good relationship with snow, I guess, until we moved to Seattle. I think that's partly because everywhere, like Montana's well-equipped for snow. Everybody drives four-wheel drive, lots of plowing. Everybody's ready for snow at any moment's notice. So it's sometimes inconvenient, but mostly our irritation is not with the snow. It's with how long it's cold, less so than the snow. Everybody likes the snow. They're a bunch of skiers. Yeah. So when you move to Seattle, everything changes. Yeah, when we first moved here, we thought it was silly that a couple inches of snow would kind of turn the city panicky, almost. But having been here 33 years now, I dread when it snows. You don't know if the roads will be taken care of, and you certainly don't know what some of the drivers are going to do. And And you also have so much more vegetation here, so you have down power lines way like montana doesn't really have a power line problem because we don't have the dense tree growth maybe a tree will fall down the chances of it actually knocking out your power are very small yeah the worst snow experience we had here was uh oh a week or two before christmas it snowed like eight or 12 inches and then didn't warm up stayed on the ground for almost two weeks and i think the power was out in our house for 10 days you know, it got down to 40 in the house, and we finally had to go find some place that had power. Because there was power some places in the city, but not here, not at our house. Okay, so obviously part of moving to here, to live in Seattle, you have to sacrifice that not minding of snow that you had, or that even love of snow that you had worthwhile? Uh, yes, I love the snow in the mountains. I love seeing the snow from a distance, you know. And, yeah, and we really like Seattle. I don't think I'd want to go back to a place where there was snow on the ground three or four months of the year anymore. It's like the, the dread of snow has overtaken <laughs> my previous love of snow. Well, and I, I think one of the reasons it's somewhat associated with Christmas is because it doesn't matter if it snows on Christmas Day anywhere in the world because you're not planning to go anywhere or do anything, and then it makes it kind of cozy, and you're all hanging out by the fire and stuff. It's Snow is really only a problem when you're trying to get somewhere and it becomes dangerous. Sure. Uh, so yeah, maybe that's a good final question coming off of that is also in Seattle, uh, one of our best kept secrets is that we don't really have very many bugs here. 
you can uh, leave your door wide open for hours and maybe one spider will cross the threshold or a house fly. Otherwise, it's not like you're be swarmed with bugs or mosquitoes like you would in Minnesota. So one of the questions I have as I complain about snow on the show and actually put it on the record is, did we become wimps by <laughs> moving to Seattle? We're not as hardy of stock as we used to be. Well, if hardy stock meant winter until May and mosquitoes from May till July, uh, well, you do have to be hardy, <laughs> you know, and you do figure out how to put up with it. But you move here and then you say, why would you put up with it? Why? Why did, you know, why? Uh, Sarah has an answer as to why. You are definitely more wimpy. That's my answer. <laughs> oh, you no. are. No, you have to answer the question, why? Why would you put up with it? Well, I put up with some of that stuff in Montana because Montana is just so stunningly beautiful. And I don't know, the air, we always talk about, you know, now that I'm in Seattle and we'll be flying home here before too long, there's a step between the airport plane and the, what do they call that thing? The covered the terminal. The terminal. There's always like just one breath of air between that before you're back inside and it's the freshest air in the world. And we always say, oh, it just makes it worth it even if it's cold. That one breath that's different than anywhere else in the world. You could, we could almost identify that we're home by the smell of the air. So then do you want to explain why I'm, if not dad, that seemed like it was directed at me being wimpier, <laughs> not at dad being wimpier. <laughs> so would you like to explain why? Well, I do think you you get used to not having, I mean, it does take extra energy to put up with long winters and bugs and, in my case, grasshoppers. They're my biggest fear and I have to deal with them every year. Yeah, sure, I could move away or you could just suck it up a little bit. <laughs> Personally, I like being able to take a walk through tall grass without getting covered in wood ticks. I don't know about the rest of you out there, Minnesota friends, want to weigh in? Anyway, um, well, should we leave it there? Does anybody have a final thought? I'll be a wimp for the team. Dad? Well, I was just thinking, if you left the door open in our house for eight hours in the summer, you'd be more likely to have a bird come in than a mosquito. So, <laughs> <laughs> and I like that. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. And how do you feel about uh, going back to the snow in a couple of days? I feel okay about it. I feel okay. I mean, it's only January. Ask me again in June when it's still snowing, and you'll hear a whole different side. All right. <laughs> we'll call you then. And until next time, this has been your midweek bittersweet moment. I'm Katie Sewell. Talk to you next week. Bye. Thanks for joining us. Subscribe to the show if you haven't already. And if you love it, leave us a good review. And please tell all your friends about us. Also, if you have an idea for a bittersweet moment, send it to us by email or voice memo. We're at bittersweetlife at mail.com. Or you can just find us at the contact page at thebittersweetlife.net. Or on all the social medias, just search for The Bittersweet Life. Yes.